Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever gotten to a place in life where you find yourself asking, what now? That's right, what now? Circumstances and situations have happened. You feel as if you've been hit from the left and the right. You feel as if nothing that you do ends up working out the way that you desire for it to work out. And you just don't know what you need to do right now. The reality is we've all been there. And sometimes we've been there without the tools, techniques, and strategies to help us make effective decisions to produce the future that we desire. You don't have to do this alone anymore. I invite you to listen to my podcast. That's right. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. And I host the What Now podcast. And the What Now podcast is simply conversations that teach us how to effectively face life's most difficult moments. That's right, life's most difficult moments. So if you're interested in hearing the podcast, I encourage you to visit my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. Again, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. There, there's a tab for the podcast, and you can pick your favorite platform. We're available on multiple platforms, so you can pick your favorite platform, Pick the platform, subscribe to the podcast, listen, 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 comment, 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 and share, 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 all right? So I encourage you, again, make sure that you are listening to the What Now Podcast. What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Pettyjohn, and you are listening to Transformation Radio, where we transform lives through purposeful conversations. Everybody, welcome back to Transformation Radio. That's right, Transformation Radio, where we transform lives through purposeful conversations, regardless of how uncomfortable and unpopular those conversations are. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. I provide tools and strategies to transition you from a life of merely existing to living a life full of purpose. I appreciate each and every one of you. I say it each and every week. Why? Because without you guys, there would be no show. So I thank you. We have an amazing guest on today. However, before we get to our guest, there is something that I would like to say. 
Uh, I'm going to do what I normally do before we get to a guest, but before we get to that, I must speak about the tragedy involving the murder of George Floyd. I'm aware that 45, as he does a lot, is attempting to alter the narrative. However, we must remain focused. Is looting right? Nah. But focusing on the effect and not addressing the cause will result in matters only getting worse, and we see that right now. Do I support law enforcement? Absolutely. I have family members and friends who serve. Do I support injustice and racism? No, not at all. I've noticed as I float through my timeline and, and I'm watching some news, watching the news and other things, I notice that a lot of people are upset about the riot. I get it. However, there are many of us as well that are upset of what got us to the riot. The land of the free and the home of the brave, <laughs> that's what they try to get us to buy into. But where is the freedom? And when will cowards begin to be brave enough to value all lives? My life matters. Your life matters. Our life matters. I continue to kneel or stand with cap as we stand for equality where it is needed and equity where it is needed. I can't breathe. Can you imagine hearing that? I can't breathe. My encouragement to everyone is that you not remain silenced when you see injustice. You not remain silenced when you see racism. I want you to become aware of it, and I want you to become active about it. And when we become aware and we become active, and we're willing to have the conversation, then we can begin to see some of the changes that need to take place. I can't breathe. I just can't imagine. So that's my encouragement to us all. Um, man, we're in a crazy time. And I believe in prayer. I stand on prayer. Prayer is important. But there also must be some action put to that prayer. It's not enough just to stay at home and pray and ignore everything that's going on because many of us don't take action until it hits our home. And what we don't understand is if we can become more proactive, then we may be able to prevent it from hitting our home. All right. So anyway, we have an amazing guest on tonight, y'all. He's doing some great work in the community. As I always say, the lines are open throughout the entire show. We welcome everybody to call in and join the conversation, all right? You are welcome to call in and join the conversation. The call-in number is 516-387-1756. Again, 516-387-1756. Please remember when you call in that we can all agree to disagree. Why? Because my guests, myself, each and every one of you, we come from diverse backgrounds, diverse belief systems. Our upbringings were different. Our thought process is different. But what I'm learning in life is that those sometimes are the people that we need around us, those who may think and process things differently than us, but yet can value and respect the way that we process and think things. So we're going to do it from a respectful manner, all right? Again, 516-387-1756. And without further ado, I want each and every one of you to help me welcome to the show. He is the host of the Two Sides Podcast. 
and the co-owner of Fear Entertainment. We're going to let him talk about all of that on tonight. None other than all the way from Philly, King Mar. How are you, King Mar? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Uh, again, thank you so much for having me on the show, bro. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Like I said, I believe uh, one of the things that I believe when I started this show is that everybody has a story and everybody plays a piece, uh, a piece to the puzzle that we call life. Mm-hmm. And the more we can hear each other's stories and share our stories, we don't know who's listening that needs to hear it from the language that we speak. So I always want to make sure that I bring people, as I said a while ago, from diverse backgrounds, belief systems, to come right. on and just share their story and how they got to where they are now and where they're working to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, again, man, uh, I'm just a humble soul from Philadelphia that, uh, you know, that started it started this journey, I say, to righteousness, I, I, I want to say, because, I, you know, we, like, like you said, we all come from different backgrounds, different pasts, and, uh, you know, my past wasn't uh, uh, as, as, as squeaky clean, I should say, you know what I mean? So it wasn't as okay. good, but me, me being a father of seven, and five boys and two girls, I, I had to, you know, get my life together, make sure my boys understood what a real man is supposed to look like, what a real, you know, and make sure my daughters know what a real man is supposed to look like, and you know, and, you know how a real man is supposed to move out, not only in, the, in, you know, in the home, but in, but in the communities, and also, you know, in the workplace. Just, you know, what I'm saying, just, just, just showing who I, you know, what a real man is supposed to do. So uh, again, two years ago, I, um, uh, uh, we, I moved my family out to Quaker Town. Um, away from the city, okay. um, and yeah, 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 and you know, I'm just giving you a little bit of backstory, you know, of, you know how I got no, here. No, you good? Oh uh, god, yeah, yeah. So I moved my family out there in, in Quaker Town about two years ago. Um, you know, it was it, it was it was kind of it was a culture shock, you know what I'm saying, for me, for them, but also it was, to, for me it was needed, you know what I'm saying, because I got a chance to really clear my head, get away from the city, and sit back and see where I was, you know, where what I was doing wrong, and and you know how how can I be part of the solution instead of the problem. And, um, you know, I took that time and, you know, I got myself together and, you know, I moved back to Philadelphia and when I came back, I hit the ground running. You know, I started off feeding the homeless. Um, I started off, you know, uh, interviewing, uh, uh, I, I started a two-side podcast. I started that. Let me go back a little bit of data. I started like a two-side podcast. I started that as, to give up-and-coming artists, small business owners, you know, entertainers, anybody with a platform that, you know, or, or a gift that was trying to reach a platform. So I started my podcast and my platform to shine light on others. And, you know, so I didn't do it for, like, for me. I did it to, to, to you, know, sh- you know, help other people. So I did that. Um, and it just spiraled, man. It just started spiraling into other things and helping other people and, you know, just, just different avenues, you know what I mean? So like I, said, I started feeding the homeless. Um, I linked up with my brother Vu. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's a he's an artist from Philadelphia. I met him at a talent show. Okay. You know, that that's how Fair Entertainment got together. We we linked up doing that. Um, now we have eight artists under our label um, that we're managing and uh, you know distributing distribu- the music. So I I mean I, I'm just saying it's all in a short, a short span of time. It, it, it took a long time for me to get here, but I just want people so like, people to know like I fought depression. I fought uh, uh, poverty. I fought. Uh, I was. I was homeless at one point. So all these things that you can overcome if you just never give up. You know what I mean. So I just wanted to to, to say that. Um, I'm not really good at uh, uh, speaking. <laughs> I'm not really good at speaking, but I'm just. No, you know, you're I'm, doing, I'm you're doing good, man. 
I'm about to action, brother. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I mean, again, that's that. You know, we started the Fear Entertainment, you know, label, and um, that that now this is it's it's crazy because of everything going on, you know, across the country and across the world, you know, and you know, you know, especially, you know, my brother, you know, you know, Tommy passing my brother was I'm like Tommy passing the murder of our brother over here, and brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? You know, we we we. We're using our uh, our platform. It's more than music. We're using our platform to shed light onto you know uh, um, situations that that are happening in Philadelphia that don't get national you know, national media light. So we're trying to do that. So you know I, I'm reaching out to you know to, to people, community leaders, and everybody like that to to ask them what can I do? You know what, what can we do to help? Mm-hmm. What what can we do to play our part? Because we are like you know, like you said before. We you know, you're sitting at home, you're posting, you know, you you know, you're tweeting and all of this stuff. But that's cool and that's great. I don't want anybody to feel you know discredited mm-hmm. about what you're doing. That's good, you know what I mean. But we also need people to go out there and hit the front line and hit the streets and and and, and you know show people that yes, we are here with you know with with our brothers over there. We can't physically be over there with you, but we are over here and we are standing up. We are supporting for you over here as well. So, you know, we are, you know, we're trying to do that. We're trying to get active, you know, get everybody together so we can, you know, formulate a plan and, you know, take take some action. And, again, peaceful action. You know what I mean? I'm not with the rioting either. I mean, I'm not with the, right, the right. looting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm, mm-hmm. We're not with that at all, you know. But um, mm-hmm. enough is enough, <laughs> you know. Enough right, is right, enough, right. And, and, and I just, I woke up this morning in tears, man, and, and, I, and I was tossing, turning all night, and I had to call my mother. I, I had to call her and, and and just, you know, talk to her because I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'm like, you know, you guys lived through this. And, you know, you've know you you've been through, you know, you've been through the 70s. You, you've been through the 60s. You and my grandma been through the 60s. And, and now I just feel like we're right back <laughs> to that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like I was telling my mom and I was telling my grandma, I'm like, I feel like Martin Luther King and, and, and Malcolm X, like, like, they did so much for us. And, and, and it's just, like, saddening to watch the videos and, and, and the things that's on CNN and, and, and news channels and like, yo, like, I know they are like, you know, rolling over in the grades right now. Like, are y'all kidding me? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, so, right. I, I'm, it, it's just, you know, I, I, I laugh because I'm hurt. You know, I, I, I laugh to mm-hmm. hide my tears. And, and, and right. it, it's really, like I said, as, as a black man, you know, having five boys, you know, I'm really, I'm really hurt, man. And I, and, and I, I know I switched gears a little bit. I went, you know, I went left, but that, that was definitely on my heart, man. And you know, it's on my mind. And I know it's on a lot, lot of young brothers' mind out there. You know, especially the brothers. That, you know, if you are, if you are in Philadelphia and you're listening to me, man, I want you to know that you can call me, man. You can, you know, we can, you know, don't. I don't want, I don't want my, my young brothers to go out there and do anything stupid. You know what I mean? And reckless. Right, right, you know, right. we gotta be, we gotta be smart. We gotta be smart, y'all. So. You know, uh, oh man, I'm getting if it's hitting me again, man. Like, yeah, I feel you. But you hit something right there. You mm. were talking about being smart about it. We got to move with strategy. We got to move with strategy. Mm. Like I said, I'm not for the riot, but I I do face the reality of how we got there, and that's what I feel like people right. are attempting to ignore. Like they're trying to make the narrative the riot when the reality is is so much stuff that has been built up for years that has caused us to get there. And nobody wants to sit down and have the conversation and then take action with it. You know, we're not just sitting down and Mm -hmm. just doing a bunch of talk. I I don't like a bunch of talking all the time. 
I'm like, okay, so how are we going to get to, what are we going to do? What are some steps we're going to take? And I think that that's what is so needed right now, especially as you were talking about, what are young boys? And it's spreading. Because I believe now, right. I haven't even been able to watch it today. I, I turned it off today. I was like, I just can't even watch it anymore today. But I hear mm-hmm. that they're rising in Atlanta right now. And yeah. the, Atlanta, New York. Spread there. Yeah, it's, it's it's coming everywhere. So we need to have a strategy together and a plan together to help our young men understand that that's not the way that we're going to do this thing because that's going to have right. a lasting effect on your life, you know. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's good. That's good. Now, I, I want to slow it down a little bit. I want to go back a little bit with some of the things yeah, that you were sorry. saying because as you were, no, no, you were good. That I told you. Flow, man. <laughs> That's why I said there's no outline for this show. Just I, I tell people, come on, and as you talk, okay, I'm writing down pinpoints and points and points, and then we'll go back to those things. So, yeah, be free, be yourself on this show. Now, you were talking about you made some mistakes in life. You even talked about being homeless and all of those things. What were some of the things that you took away from some of the mistakes that you made, and how did you not live in those mistakes? Because sometimes people get stuck in the mistakes that they made, and they feel like that's the definition of who they are, and they can't bounce back. How did you get that bounce back? Oh, that's a great question, man. Um, well, I, honestly, man, like, or I'm just gonna speak frankly in my like my case, whatever the case may but I, I got charged yeah. uh, with, uh, you know. Um, Man, while I was in the middle of the street, she was shooting a gun in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say that I was, I was defending myself. I'm gonna say that too, and I was licensed to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and the police officers, they didn't, um, they didn't even bother to ask me for my license. You know, they didn't even bother to to to, to make sure to, to find out the whole entire story on my on my end. But anyway, that, uh, mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, I went through that, I went through that that whole process of going through court and everything like that, and. I was defending my homie. I was defending, you know, like I tell, I tell these young boys out there, you know, you're ride or die, you're day one, and all this, stuff, you know, all that stuff, man. I was out there defending my homie. And when I got locked up and when I went to court and I was fighting that case for, you know, I, man, I think it was, I was fighting the case for like a couple, a year, a year or two. I was on probation for I, I, almost 14, almost, uh, man, 10 years, I think it was. Like 10 years I was on probation. But anyway, so... Me going through that, I noticed that, okay, I'm protecting you. I'm out here risking, risking everything for you. And when I was going through all that, nobody was around. You know? Like, mm. my, you know, my mm-hmm. my lady, you know, my my wife that, you know, she is now, she was around. She was there. My mom was around. You know, mm. but the, 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 the person that I was, you know, I stuck my neck out for, you you disappeared on me. And, and you didn't even, you know what I'm saying? So that, mm-hmm. that, that started, my eyes start opening then, like, okay, these streets are really not. You know, not for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, yeah, I can maneuver. I can maneuver in these streets. I can do that. But I came from a good home. I came from a good parent. You know, two people. You know, I'm not gonna say two parent home was a good home. But I came from. I came from a you know hardworking family. You know, my mom and dad. They both worked. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave me everything. I they, they moved me out of the uh, the so called you know uh, hood and moved me to a better neighborhood. But I took, I chose to go back to the hood and hang out with those people. So mm-hmm. like, I just kept seeing like yo. I, me, I had to take account of responsibility for my own actions, my own mistakes, and then I had to move forward. So getting to, so getting to your, you know, your point, like how did I make that transition? It was number one, it was realizing that nobody is to blame but myself. 
You right? Because I made those decisions. I made mm-hmm. those choices. So when I had to, you know, look at that and really stop blaming everybody else and saying, well, he wasn't there, he wasn't this, and da 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 blah, blah. Yeah, they, they they were wrong. Yeah, they you know they 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 didn't have the same characters that I had, and I wouldn't have did that. But at, but at the end of the day, if I didn't choose to go down there, if I didn't choose to, you know, have those actions, none of this would have you know none of this would happen. So it's all mm-hmm. about you know I tell my boys it's all about accountability. You got to be accountable. Yes, so sir. once I started being accountable for my for my actions and being accountable for me, then it was easy for me to look in the mirror and say, Yo, this is not you. You need to snap out of this. Like you know, I mean, even even with the depression. I, I can look at myself in the mirror and say, yo, this is not you. I don't like this person, you know? Like, you got to get mm-hmm. out of this. And, and you know, uh, the great motivator, Les Brown, he helped me out a lot. He, I, yes, I, I know personally, but listening to his, listening to his tapes, listening mm-hmm. to him, he helped me out a lot. Also, you know, E.T., you know, uh, Eric Thomas, another, another one, yeah. he helped me out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, you know, I, I, I was introduced to these, to these things, and it just, you know, it drew me in, you know? And, um Oh, speaking about another person, I can't forget out. I can't forget out the Philly, the Philly great right now, man. He out here doing his thing. Wallow, Wallow actually when he came home from prison, I, I saw his transition and how he was moving, and how he was doing things, and I'm like, if this man did 20 years in prison and came home, and he don't mm. owe, you know, he's not looking at like, oh, you owe me this and you owe me that. No, he out there getting it every single day by himself. If he can do that, okay, I was okay. like, yo, okay, let's go, you know. So. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, one day I hope I, you know, I'll be, I'll be able to sit down and actually, you know, talk, tell him face to face that, you know, he was a big uh, help for me, man. But yeah, that's that's just what it was, man. Just taking accountability and just turning that thing around, you know. And once you know, once once that train is on the right track, it's hard to slow it down. Absolutely. You know? And you hit something that I, that I'm big on that accountability, like getting to that place in your life where you have that conversation with yourself and let yourself know, listen. I got to take responsibility for my actions. And because I want to take these responsibilities, there's some changes that I must take. Now, let's talk about, um, you know, when you made your mind up, when you made your mind up and you were introduced to these new things. Now, what did you start to see? Did your outlook on life begin to change? Um, Did you always have uh, the desire to do the podcast and, and the entertainment company or did all of that come with the renewed mindset? Oh yeah, no. Well, actually, I was always into music. I was, I, I was in a drum. I was a drummer. Well, I am a drummer. I'm a drummer. Um, I don't, okay. I haven't played for a while, but I was a drummer. Um, mm-hmm. I was raised in the church. I played drums in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was always into music. I was always, always into entertainment. So, I, I, again, I just kind of fell off. Like after I had my first, um, my first born, I, you know, I, I started hitting the road so much in tour, and I came back home, and I said, you know, I was just sat home with, the, you know, raising my son. You know, do what I'm supposed to do. Um, but yeah, so uh, 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 the this, this, the um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I lost sight. Yeah, right. I came back home. I, yeah, I came back home from uh, off the tour. Like, you know, going back to raise my son. And then, like I said, I just you know the decision for me to to, to switch it was like you know I I I, I fell into a depression. I was like, yo, like this is not me. Like I was saying, like, like I was saying, I found depression wasn't me. And then once I got out of that, and I started looking at myself and like seeing who I used to be, like you know, I was this happy-go-lucky person. I was out smoking, outgoing, and this and that. And then I started going into my shell. I don't, I didn't know, I, I couldn't, I didn't know where, where, when it happened, and you know where it happened. But I just knew that it, it happened, and I didn't like it. So again, once I started listening to the, the motivation speakers, and I started. 
uh, do my affirmations. I think I said the word right. Affirmations every morning. You waking up, mm-hmm. you know, just, just telling yourself that you are king. You you know you know whatever case may be, all the great qualities about yourself. Um, it, it just it just it just it was like a it was like I, I would say like a week straight of that, a week straight of that, and then like it was like a Friday, man. I woke up and I just I I, I saw everything differently. I don't know. It was like a mm-hmm. it, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it was it was weird. It was like it was. I, I And I just never looked back from there. Like I just, you know, what I mean, every day was. A, I, I now I know every day is a gift, number one, and I know every day is 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 a is a, uh, is, a, is, a, is, a is a battle. So you have to jumpstart your days every, you know, every, sometimes not every day, but some days it's harder than you know harder than others. You have to jumpstart that day. But at, but at the end of the day, again, it's a gift. So I live it to the fullest, and you know, I don't take it for granted. Now you hit right there. You were talking about affirmations. Uh, what type of affirmations do you tell yourself in the morning? Oh, I love these. <laughs> I love this one. I love, <laughs> I love telling myself that I'm. I love telling myself that you know how great I am. Uh, uh, again, uh, I tell myself every morning that I'm a king. I tell myself every morning, um, you know, you 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 are a man of God. Uh, um, you, you know, you're handsome. You, you know, you're you're energetic. You're loving. You're a great father. You're a great husband. You know, I, I again, I project. I say and project everything that I want in my life. You know, I say uh, that I'm well. I say that you know uh, uh, um, I'm healthy. Yeah, you know I'm healthy. My kids will be wealthy. You know, my kids won't have to worry about financial stress. I, these are things I just I just say every morning because again I, I have to remind myself of it. So therefore, again, it, it, I'm mm-hmm. putting out there in the atmosphere and just coming back, bang, 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 bang. So I'm putting it out there, putting it out there, yep. putting it out there, and then throughout the day I catch, I, I, I catch myself. It plays in my head without me even. Nope. Thinking it's self subconsciously. Oh yeah, you're a king. You know, yeah, yo, you feeling yourself today, ain't you? You know what I'm saying? So I, I just nope. feel it, nope. and it just makes me feel good. You know? Yeah, I feel you. it creates that energy and that or that vibe or you know that atmosphere around you, and it keeps you going. It, it, you build that momentum. I tell people sometimes we lose momentum because we'll do things for two or three days and then we'll stop. But when we learn to continue uh, to do that, it just builds and builds mm-hmm. momentum like that snowball falling down from the mountain. You know, it starts out small. By the time it gets to the bottom, it's huge. So, yeah, I like that. Okay. So now, Two Sides Podcast, how did you come up with the name, and, and what does the name stand for? Oh, man. So, okay, the Two Sides Podcast, I started the podcast with my wife. Um, it was okay. supposed to be two well, it's just two sides of, 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 you know, everyday life, everything that's going on, gotcha. things of that nature. Um, you know, well, due, due to family life and things like that, you know, she, you know, she was going back to school, finishing up, you know, she's trying to get her, uh, you know, her degree. Um, proud of my baby okay. for that. You know what I mean? So she, you know, she took a constant, you know, a little break off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I took a little break off from the podcast. So I, I, you know, I picked it up, I picked it up and I started doing interviews. That's when I started doing the interviews. Um, but yeah, I never changed the name. I just kept going with it. So you know, it's two sides. Okay. <laughs> it's two sides podcast. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, two side podcast. Let's talk about fear entertainment because a lot of people hear that word fear and they be like, I wouldn't give it that name, but it's actually an acronym. Can you explain to yes, everybody the acronym of that fear entertainment? All right. So fear entertainment is uh, is face everything and rise. It's a, like I said, it's, a, it's an acronym for, for that. Face everything in rise. So we, we we believe over here. We stand on it. Like, yes, life is challenging. 
you know, you know, thing, especially, especially when you say out your mouth that I'm great, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Oh man, the devil gonna throw everything at you now because oh you said that mm-hmm. oh you oh you believe that oh watch this so we put that fix everything in rise you know I mean so even when you, you know you're in trouble and you're in danger or whatever it may be it's gonna hurt it's going whatever it may be but you can rise above that but but first you have to face it there's no running so that's what we came up with here entertainment that's what's up and you were talking about it being more than the music. What is it right. about, you know, your your company and the entertainment side of everything that makes it more about the music? Oh, it's more, it's than, more than music, music but yeah, 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 more than mm-hmm. music, yeah. Um, because I mean, again, like you know, we 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 actually out here in the streets, you know, we we, we mm-hmm. take it to the streets, you know, we see a need, and, and again, it's nothing, you know, it's nothing big and you know nothing like that. But we do, if we see a need, we gonna try to fulfill that need. If I ride past a family and I see that that family needs, you know, a screen door or or or, or air conditioner or, or something, something, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna you know try to make sure that 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 you know that gets handled. Um, you know, uh, um, not 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 to be bragging or boasting, but you know, we we paid you know we paid somebody's light bill. Thank God I was able to you know we were able to do right. that for them. Because mm-hmm. that, that that was a blessing in itself, you know what I mean. But I, so I, I do remember that that was like last year. That was you know that it, it touched my heart because I got a DM and it was just like you know I don't I don't normally ask for help, but I really need you. <laughs> and I was like, well, wow, like what's going right. on? You know, so you know they they broke it down to me and you know we uh, I, I made it. I brought it to the family, you know the uh, fair entertainment family, and you know we all pitched in and came together and made made some things happen. Yeah, so that's what's up. Thanksgiving drives. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, cut you off, but also with Thanksgiving drives. No, you good. The coach, yeah, the coach drives. So we like again, we do things like that too. We give we give away Thanksgiving dinners on Thanksgiving. Um, we we master. I mean, we uh, we partner with Masterman Charter School, and we gave away some coats to the kids that didn't have coats in the winter this past winter. Um, you know, we just like again, we just out here just, just just trying to just trying to you know just just be the change that we want that, that we want to see in our community. Again, it starts with us. Um, I, I I'm a firm believer in nobody is going to come help us. I'm a firm believer in that. Right, like they're right, not going right, to come help us. Right. So it starts with us, and we got to help out. We got to help us. So if we don't do it, it ain't going to get done. And I tell everybody all the time, you know, we we can you know, we can repaint the neighborhood and clean it up and change it and, and plant flowers and plant trees and all this other stuff. But if we don't change the mentality of the people, it's going to go right back down to, you know, right back down. Because, you know, it's not the people that don't, that, that there's been outside your neighborhood that's coming in and throwing trash in your neighborhood. is you, you know. Right. So we need to change right. their mind state. And, again, you know, we have to show them. So, you know what I mean, and, and 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 that that starts with just repeatedly going down there and showing them that you care. Like that, that there's somebody that does care, because there's no hope, and that's what it comes down to. There's no hope. Absolutely, I and and I like what you said about you know changing the mindset, working on them, building them up, and then you know let's do everything else within the community because we it'll go right back to it as you said if we don't build them up. Why do you think that a lot of times the focus gets taken off of building people versus building either projects or uh, uh, businesses or building other things? Why do you think the focus gets off of building people? Oh, because it's easy. It's because of money. There's no bottom line. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. like, 
it, you yep. know, like you investing some money in some people, like they, they, they where's the bottom line? Where, where's my return? Where, what am I getting right. out of this? So, you know, they're not doing, no, they're not doing that, but they'll put up a building in the heartbeat because they can get that rent. They can get that section eight popping. They can get, you know, whatever can it be. They, they'll put a store up in the neighborhood in, in a heartbeat. You know, like these are the things, and these are mm-hmm. things that I preach to my younger, you know, my people that's younger than me, man, like 25 and 19, you know, young, young, younger than me. Listen, bro, listen, sis, get you a store, get you a corner store, get you a cleaners, get you, get you something that we can own. And I, if you, if, if, cause we, we, we support everybody else, but we don't support us. So that's what I'm saying. We got to start changing the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we spend so much money, but we don't spend it within our own communities. And if we do, we're not right. giving it back to us. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if we're not giving it back to us, like so, you know that's the, the, that's just something you know I really I'm I'm big on. Like I try to seek out the black black owned business black owned businesses. I try to seek them out and I try to support them. You know what I mean? And and, and a lot of times people say, oh man, it's so expensive. It is expensive because they're a small company. They they can't produce right. mass because nobody's supporting them. So right. we can, we have to continue right. to support them. So therefore they can grow and therefore the products can come down. Absolutely, I you totally know, agree there. Right, and I feel like if we can begin, that used to be Black Wall Street, and I uh-huh. envision yes. that day again, man. Like I really envision that day again. But in order for that to happen, like you said, there has to be a paradigm shift, or our mentality has to change, where we learn to build with each other and support each other, so that now we can be that resource. You know, once again. Mm-hmm. Because a right. lot of times, you know, right. resources, even when, when the pandemic hit, there were resources that were stated to be for black business owners that mm-hmm. never saw that money, you know. So mm-hmm. we, like Magic, I think Magic gave over, I think it was like, was it $100 million some dollars or something he was given, he's now given to support um, small businesses because he realized oh, wow. that a lot of that money wasn't being funneled into the communities that it said it was being funneled into. So that's why I tell people all the time, like, you're getting upset about it. How about we get mad enough, we develop a plan so that now we become the resource instead mm-hmm. of seek out the mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I feel you know, okay. So now when it comes to, to uh, dealing with the young men and everything, even within your community, how important do you believe it is uh, to educate them, you know, from a business standpoint as well, so that they can begin to understand, even at a young age, you know, that they have the ability to, you know, acquire that wealth through owning their businesses or their music, owning their music and other things like that. How important is that? And what are some methods that you use to get those messages across to those young people? Oh, man, that's a great question again, man. Um well, as far as the music side, like you know, with everything of fair entertainment, we I present well, we present everything to to the artists. Like, look, you guys work for you, yourself. We're just here to mm-hmm. you know you know help help guide you. But your own bosses, like you know, it, it, we 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 sit them down. We make sure they understand streaming. We make sure they understand contracts. We make sure they understand you know everything. Mm-hmm. Basically, anything that anything that I learned. If I'm four steps ahead, I'm gonna make sure you understand what I just learned. You know what I'm saying? So like, I make sure everybody's as soon as I get information, I, I relate. So and, and and this is this is what it is. So like if that person, you know, if they soak it in, you, you're gonna be okay. 
But if you just are relying on me to just do it, then, then you know, it's going to be, okay, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? But as far right. as, you know, like, learning the business, as far as learn, learning the business side of it, it's very important. I mean, it's very, very important. Right. Like, I, I – I have. I, I thank God. My my uh, my little brother. He's in Villanova. He's studying business. You know that that's you know that's his major. Oh, that's like so, like, I, absolutely. So I'm like, and you know, me and him have conversations, and he blows my mind. You know, he teaches me things every time. I'm like, man, I, don't, I didn't know that. Wow, wow. So it, it's very important because they can't pull the wool over your eyes no more. If you that can understand is. business and you understand and you understand you know the terms and everything like that, like you. No, you can't pull that over me. You know, I know I understand what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, so right. In, in, in a lot, in a lot of times, especially especially with contracts. Like, if you contract, don't know how yeah. to read your contract or don't read your contracts, you could be in a real sticky situation for a long time. So you know, Absolutely. it's very important. It's very important. Extremely important. That's like that, 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 that. I'm listening. No, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say like that's like your lifeline, like you know, like you know, you you understand the business and you understand everything else. That's you know, that's that's like that's everything because, like I said, my kids before, like if if you don't know how to read the word poison and you pick that up and drink it, you know what I mean. <laughs> so you gotta be able to read contracts, you gotta be able to read numbers and understand it. Not even just read it, but understand. If you don't know how, to, if you and if you don't, it's okay if you don't know how to understand, you know, read it or understand it. But you need to find somebody that you trust. And you need to sit down with them and make sure they go through it every line, every line with you. You know what I mean? But go ahead. I like how you said. No, I was saying I like how you talk about how you're everything that you know you're willing to teach because, to be honest, that's not uh, that's not big in the music industry. Um, I had Mm -hmm. a young man that he comes to me for life coaching, and um, he can sing. Thing. He can write and do all mm-hmm. the great stuff. But I was telling him, you got to know the business side of things. He was like, no, I don't even want to know the business side of anything. I just want to <laughs> sing. And I, was, I kept telling him, I was like, yo, you need to know. So he brings me yeah. a contract that he had, he had met with this producer. And um, mm-hmm. he brings me this contract. And the wordage in the contract was really written to a disadvantage for him. Now I told him, I understand your first contract. I understand how that's going to be written. However, yeah. you ought to be able to benefit from it some kind of way. There was no benefits in this mm-hmm. contract for him. And he was like, man, I'm glad you read it. I said, this is why I told you it's important. And that's why I wanted to ask you what, how, you know, the message you use is, is that important for young artists to know and just young people to know in general, not even just in the music field, whatever business you're in, because we have these gifts, talents, and abilities and if we're not careful, we'll be signing those things away from by signing those things away with what looks like big money to us, but it's just that one time payment. You know, so Absolutely. that's why I wanted to ask you about that as well. Mm-hmm. Now you said you no, got I mean, eight okay. oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry, yeah, we got eight arts. I'm good. I'm listening. Oh yeah, you said you got like eight artists on right there. Okay, no problem, no problem. Uh, you have eight artists on right now, right? Can you talk about when you first began your company? Was there, there any um, obstacles that you faced? You know, there was some some hardships that you faced before you got to the eight client. We yeah yeah yeah. Well, actually, the company was actually started before I even joined the Fear and the Table. It was okay. it was it was it was Vu. It was it 
was, it was my partner Vu, and it was his his old partner. Um, you know, they uh, you know, they had it falling out. But if it's may be, he brought he brought the idea to me. It wasn't it wasn't as you know it wasn't where it was at at the moment. Um, you know, the music was always amazing. Um, you know, and if he had a visions and he was like, look, this is where I want to take it. Da 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 da. And you know, I saw his vision. I believe, and I jumped on board, and I did what I can do. And that's another thing about having a team, you know, that is important because the things that you know he couldn't—I'm not saying he couldn't do—but the things that you know he, you know, like his his weaknesses, maybe my strong point, and my you know my weaknesses, right. maybe definitely his strong points. So we pick up and feed off of that, like that. And we just you know we move, we just keep it moving. But uh, yeah, so the the, the, the hard times, we, the hardship we had in the beginning was actually dealing with that. The, the the partner that you know the the, the let, letting go basically like and and you know we had to right. you know do things yeah we had to, you know we had to do things not like you know uh as far as like conversations and things like that it, it wasn't too difficult but it, it was a little it was a little you know tedious and then then as far as artists you know you have artists that that go through the different things I mean dealing with eight different personalities eight different people is not easy Absolutely. um trying to schedule that is not easy you know we got shows and we got you know, we're trying to do studio time. So it's challenging, but again, it's all worth it to me. I I, I love it. Right. It's, it's 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 work, but it's fun. You know what I'm saying? So it keeps it keeps me moving. But yeah, that's that that's the only thing I would say right now. Thank God that we haven't had any you know major issues within the camp, and I I I, I honestly don't see anything happening in the camp because we are all so honest and open. So I really don't see that, and that's more. That's that's nothing that's really important. So open communication. Absolutely, and you you hit it. Building a team, an effective team, like you said, where where one person may not be as strong as another person in the area, but then you connect with that person that's stronger in that area. So that's what they do, and you guys work collectively together, and then have those open lines of communication. The reason why I wanted to ask that as well is because I want people that are out there to understand that there is a possibility of a good story coming out of business partners linking up and owning a business together. Because I think sometimes uh, in some of the business workshops I've been in and think tanks I've been in, a lot of people are hesitant about it because they haven't heard a lot of success stories that look like them. So that's why I wanted to ask you that question because, you know, you had that experience yourself. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I mean, and it, 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 it is a scary thing, you know, going into something, and you know, especially with a, a partner because you don't, you don't, you don't really know. You're like, you know, this is what I want to do, and this is, you know, this is where I'm at. And but is is that person on the same page? But again, that's when that open line of communication just has to be there. It's like, and I, I, I really yeah. firmly believe that you need to have a, every conversation you need to have before the money comes. Before mm-hmm. anybody sign any big deals or anything, I need to know. Okay, so when this happens, this is what I expect, and this is what I'm gonna, you know, this is what I want to do, and this is where I want to take the company. And this is, and then I need to know. Well, how do you feel? And how do you feel? So before it all happens, so when it comes, there's nobody like, well, you changed. No, you knew in the beginning that this is what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and, and always have that open line of communication. Always have that open line of communication. I mean, that's with anything. That's with any relationship. That's any business relationship, yeah. work relationship, friendship. That's with anything. It's an open line of communication. It, it, I mean, it will save so much headache and heartache. <laughs> it definitely will. There'll be there'll be less misunderstandings. Everybody knows where everybody's coming from, and now we can 
we got all of that out of the way. Now it becomes easier for us to do the other work. Now I want to mm-hmm. hit you with a couple Absolutely. of words. I want to hit you with a couple of words just to see, you know, your thought process behind these words. We have trigger words here on the program, and one of the trigger okay. words is purpose. Purpose. Mm. Purpose. So you want to know the first thing in my mind when I hear the word purpose is that. Yep. Um, <laughs> gift. Um, <laughs> um, me- meaning. You know, uh, 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 mm-hmm. knowing, understanding your gift and 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 having meaning. You know, like once you find your purpose in life, mm-hmm. your I feel I feel your life is fulfilled because you know what you're doing. You know why you're here. You're not just wandering. You're not a lost soul. You know why I'm here. Purpose. Okay. Yeah, I'll see that. <laughs> now, how did how did you discover or uh, come to grips with what your purpose was? Or is? Um, going out and helping. Oh man, I was just got my purpose. Oof. Well, yeah, yeah, because it happened kind of like I said, it happened in, in phases. But the first time I mm-hmm. said, just going out to quick, you know, uh, going out quicker town and really getting my mind together and being one with myself and God and praying every day, going for runs and walks and. Just being out in the nature, like I, I understood. Okay, I'm here to help. I'm a servant. This is this this is what I'm here. I'm here to serve. That's my purpose. I'm here to serve. So once I did, once I understood that, and then once I started going out and serving the community, I, I it felt right. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is where I'm supposed to be at. And I just it just you know it, it was like it was like a magnet, and it pulled me. So you know what I mean. That that's how I knew. Cool, and I'd like to ask everybody that question regarding purpose because a lot of people give different answers, and I love the diversity of the answers. And from what you said, you basically were saying you took some time to yourself, you and God alone, you know, moving from around everything else. You had that time alone, and then you came back. When you came back, you started making moves, and as you started to make moves, those moves started to feel right. So you put your feet to that faith, you put some feet to that time that you had alone, and you made moves instead of sitting back and waiting for the moves to make you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Accountability. Cool. I, knew what, I, yes, I knew what I had to do. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what I wanted. That's what I'd like to get across on here as well as I tell people, you know, you have to be willing to make moves even if you think you might be making the wrong move sometimes. In my life, I found that a lot of the quote-unquote wrong moves actually positioned me for purpose. I just had to get over the fear of stepping out and actually doing it. So, yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, the next word is life. Mm, life. Um, Love. That's it. <laughs> love. Life is love. Love. Man, that's love. what we need these days. Yes, Lord. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. And then the last word is transformation. Mm. Trans- uh, uh, hard, but beautiful. It, 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 transformation can be very difficult, but once you reach that other side, that point is so beautiful. 
it's so fulfilling. It's 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 something else, man. It's amazing. But you have to you have to go through that. So transformation, I would say, it's like a it's like a potter, you know, molding molding that clay to become, you know, that beautiful vase or that pot. You know what I mean? So that's what I would say. Hey. Okay, okay. Why do you think you, you talked about it, you know, being beautiful, and you, then you talked about how the process is. Why do you think that the process has to be so hard sometimes? But I, I think it's, I think it's the way you look at it, right? Because like okay. when uh-huh. you're in the gym, when you're in the when you're in the gym and you're working out, right? That, 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 that process is hard. But some people love that process. Mm-hmm. They love that because they right. because they know. I put this set in. Oh man, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look a certain way. I'm gonna feel a certain way. So it it, it depends right. on how you look at it. Like I I don't I like when I go through trials and tribulations. To be honest, I I started I started thanking God. I started rejoicing because I know okay after this right here is something good on the other side. Right, so right. you know what I mean. So I I I, I it, it depends on how you look at it. So I don't, you know, I used to look at it like, oh man, like this can't be happening to me. Why? <laughs> I know. But now it's like, yeah, now it's like, you know what? Oh, oh, I understand. Okay, thank you, God. Let's go now. And I, now I go pray. Give me the script this, to, deal, to deal with this. Right, right. Give me the script to deal with this, and I go do it. So yeah, it just depends on how you, you know, how you look at it. So I, I, yeah, man, it's, it's a beautiful transformation. It, 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 the process, the process can can, can be can be beautiful as well too. Okay, now I want to ask you. You call yourself King Mar, and I'm big on understanding the kingship that resides inside of us and teaching that to the young people as well. How did you come up with the name for yourself? And then, can you tell us your concept of kingship as it relates to, you know, you being King Mar? Oh yeah. So I just started doing my research. And like I said, I told you before, I was, you know, I was feeling some kind of way about myself. And you know, I started doing these affirmations and I started, you know, doing, you know, reading more books. And I read this one book. It was called The Ways of the Superior Man. And that book really changed my life. That's another book that really changed my life. And this, this was all around the same period of time where I started discovering, you know, uh, Les Brown and, 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 you know, all these people, um, you know, uh, E.T. I started discovering all this stuff like with, with, within the same six months. It was it was crazy. It was, again, I felt like I was being pulled to it. It was like a magnet. You know, it was pulling me to it. So once I started reading these things and I started understanding again who I am and where I come from, where my you know where my ancestors come from, and that you know we were mm-hmm. kings and, and and queens over you know over over yeah. Africa and, and you know they they try to hide our heritage and they try to you know they try to hide our history and they, you know they alter it. Once I found that out and I really started really digging into it, man, it, it was like, you know what? I'm not calling myself nothing else because I used to call myself nigger all the time. Oh, what up, my nigger? What up, my nigger? We were, you know, you're part of my language, mm-hmm. but that's, that's how we used to communicate. No, you so now, instead of me calling, yeah, so now, you know, now instead, of, you know, instead of me calling my friends that, I say, what up, you know, what's up going on, King? How you doing, King? You know, so now I call everybody, all my brothers, all my sons, I call my sons baby king, young king. You know, they, they all kings because I, and, and my daughter, princess or, or queen, because I want them to understand yeah. and them to get it. Because my, you know, and I, I love my parents and, I, you know, I love my grandparents, but I, I, I say you have to be, you have to break the chain. And I'm going to be the link to break this chain because there's a lot of things in my family that, again, I love my family. I love them. They love the people, but they didn't, they, they didn't understand. I, don't, I feel like they didn't understand or some of them were afraid. So I'm not mm-hmm. afraid. I, I do understand. So I'm going to make sure that my kids, you know, 
are brought up, in, in, you know, in a way that I wasn't. So you're going to know that you're black, you're beautiful, you're Puerto Rican, you're beautiful. My, you know, my kids are mixed. So, you know, you got to know both sides and you got to understand both sides, right. you know? Like, so, yeah, that, that's where that came from, King Mar. Just, you know, I call myself that because, again, I, I am a king. So I, 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 I want to put it out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I, I and that is something that that I believe is so important for our young kings and young queens to understand where we come from. Like you said, they try to flip the script on us, but the reality mm-hmm. where we come from, we were kings, we were they, we were queens, you know, we were royalty, we had wealth, you know, it wasn't right. a, a hard thing for us. That's why they came and got us. They needed us to do the hard work, you know, that many of them right. were willing to do. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is very important. But I wanted people to understand the whole philosophy behind it. Like, it's just not something. You know how sometimes people just, oh, that yeah. sounds catchy. You know, so I'm going to mm-hmm. grab that and I'm going to say that. I wanted people to understand all that substance behind why you call yourself King Mar. So now hopefully yeah, y'all that are out there listening, you'll start to call yourself King. You'll start to call yourself Queen, and you'll study it to understand why exactly you're doing it as well. So, mm-hmm. I understand it. What are you working on right now? What projects do you have coming up? Oh, man. So, uh, my business partner, Vu, he just dropped. Uh, he just dropped an album. I mean, an album, a single called "Riding the Tiger." Um, that's that's streaming on all major platforms right now. Um, he also has that on uh, Gilly, Gilly the Gilly the Kid, or Gilly the Kings. Um, mixtape. He just dropped that today. That that song is on that uh, that mixtape as well. Uh, yeah, we got that going on. We're working on a bunch of new music. We have a few artists dropping later on this month. More uh, more music. The podcast is still rolling. You can check out my YouTube channel at uh, Two Sides Podcast. Uh, my Instagram is Two Sides Two Sides. Number Two Sides Sides. I mean Number Two Two Sides. And uh, yeah, man, we just you know we just going. Oh, I'm sorry, the merchandise, clothing. We have clothes as well. We do have yeah, a clothing line. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We got merchandise. We got t-shirts, hoodies. We also uh, for you know for the four four twenty friendly people, we do have trays. You know things of different, things, all kind of things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. We have the keychains. So yeah, man. You know we just it's, 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 you know it's all about merchandise and marketing. <laughs> That's all we do. Absolutely, right now. absolutely. And and um. I see you doing your marketing on uh, Instagram as well. Is that something you went to school for? Is that something you just discovered even in, you know, with your paradigm shift, you begin to study that yourself? No, actually, I didn't go to school for it. I wish I did. Um, I, yeah, I just picked it up. I just started studying and picked it up. And um, I have to, I, I feel like once you meet me, is like, you know, to know me is to love me. So, and I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. I do have a following. Everybody that I um, I have yeah. a partnership with, like I, I I'm a brand ambassador for, um, we we have a we have a, a friendship. We you know we network and then we we build that relationship and then we go and do business because I tell everybody it's not all about numbers. You gotta you gotta recognize the opportunity mm-hmm. when there's no paycheck um, you know attached to it. A lot of times yeah. people say no because oh I ain't making no money, but again <laughs> you miss an opportunity. That person has followers right. that they that, that that don't know you. And I have followers that don't know, you know what I'm saying? So we can swap followers that way. So it's just different things that you can, you know, you can do to, uh, you know, get your business out there and, you know, you know, uh, speed up your process. 
because you got be, be, you know, be creative. Yeah, so marketing, I didn't go to school for it, but it's definitely one of my passions. I definitely love it. I feel you. I feel you. Now, how has the pandemic affected uh, your either, not your business, but your your thought process concerned? You were talking about creativity. How has that mm. affected your creativity as it relates to your business, your podcast, even your life and your family and all of that? How has that affected your affected your creativity? Oh man, creativity. For, for, well, I mean, it affected it as far as like I can't go out as much and you know get content the way I, I would I would normally do. Um, so it affected that way, but other, like it gave me more time to actually handle the business side of the podcast. Yeah. The business side more you know more fear. So like I, I learned more things about that. I got more paperwork handled. It still gave me more time to do that you know, that stuff. So, um, it just, it just shifted, it shifted my focus. And it, you know what I'm saying? It didn't, it didn't really, I guess mm-hmm. everybody, if you, if you're a hustler, if you're a hustler, you're going to, you're, you know, you're not going to stop. You're going to keep going and you're going to find right. other avenues. Right. You, you may, you may can't go outside and do that, but you're going to find ways to make money or make moves in the house or wherever you're at. So that, that's basically what it did. And as far as the music, like, you know, it just, it slowed up the process as far as like recording because we can't all be in the same studio at the same time. Or you know what I mean we have to we have to slow down and we can't record uh, videos. So yeah, that, you know that, that that's the only way we did it. And my family, it, it, I feel like it brought, it brought it brought my family closer together. It really did, yeah. like because we we you know, we were hustling and bustling. Everybody had you know basketball games, dance recitals, uh, uh, you know music concerts, all kind of stuff going on. And we were just running, ripping, ripping, yeah. running. But now we all had to be sit in the house and be together, and we got to play board games and card games and talk and you know, watch movies together, and that was, you know, that, that that was missing. So I'm glad that, you know, we had that time to do that. Awesome, awesome. That's what's up. Okay. So now we talked about a lot of different stuff. Now, if everybody was to forget everything that you said tonight, what would be one thing that you want to leave them with? Oh, man. Just be the change that you want to see, man. Like if you, you know, if you if you see somebody out 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 in need, in, if, you know, in need, lend a helping hand. Um, you know, you don't have to you don't have to give them your last, but you can break a piece off of something and give them something. I mean, you know what I mean. So just just mm-hmm. just, just 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 be show compassion to other you know, other humans. Just that, that that that's what I want to leave with. Just just show compassion to other humans and be the change that you want to see. Now I want to ask you something because, like. There are people that are that do things, and then there are people that do it. And when they talk about it, like you can hear the passion behind it, like you can, you know, they they're in that thing. Right. Have you always been in that thing like that? Because like when you speak about it, you speak about going into the community, you speak about making an impact on people's lives, like you hear that out of you. Have you always been that passionate about it? To be honest with you, not 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 publicly, no. Because I was mm-hmm. I was a coward. I, 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 I'll say it. I was a coward. <laughs> I and I, the reason I was I said no. The reason I was I'm a coward because I was too busy. No, I, I was too you. busy out there doing doing dumb stuff and doing 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 things that that, that really didn't matter. You know, like. It, 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 like, I look back on my life. I'm like, man, I wasted so much time. Man, I wasted so much time. So I don't want to. Time is precious, and I don't want to do that again. So yeah, I'm passionate about it because I, I know that again, I, and, and again, like, I know that this is my purpose. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely passionate about it because, I, you know, I, I feel like God sent me here to do this. He did, 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 this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to help other people, and I'm here to bring, bring awareness to it. So, yeah, man, that's, that, that, that's just what it is. It, it, it's, it, and, again, I, 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 I do it, and it's like I, I tell people all the time, like, I don't want, like, I, I don't want the recognition. I just want help. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, you know, oh, Mark, oh, King Morris, this he always out there. You don't have to say nothing. You can just come out there and help me. You know, pick up a broom. You know, pick up a trash bag and pick pick up some trash with me. Or you know, you know, put some gloves on and help me. You know, pass these sandwiches out. You know, things like that of that nature. Like I, you know, that that's just what it is. So yeah, I mean, I'm again. I wasn't always. I mean, I was always passionate about it, but I wasn't vocal. And when I built up the strength to be strong enough to to you know take all the ridicule. Whatever comes with, yeah. whatever whatever I'm doing, when I when I build up when I build that you know that strength up and that you know that, that tough skin, I was able to go out there and just be, you know just become who you know become King Mar. I'm gonna say that I was be, I was able to become mm-hmm. King Mar. Now you hit something right there that, and, and I'm going to let you go in a minute, but you hit something right there. Uh, you talked about the ridicule that comes with it. Can you talk about mm-hmm. that just for a minute? Because so many people are hyped and excited and they're ready and I can take on the world and I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this and mm-hmm. then they start to get ridiculed ridiculed and once, mm-hmm. they, once they, that negative comment comes or this person doesn't agree with them or this person doesn't you know they put a post out you know asking for donations and this person doesn't do mm-hmm. it now you know it's like man I'm done man I can't believe this mm-hmm. How'd you get to that space, you know, where you're willing to face that ridicule and it doesn't stop you? You know, I, I, that's why I want you to talk to some of the younger people about, because I see that a lot, like that ridicule comes and that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah, right, right, right. But, but again, like I said this before on my Instagram, like you can be motivated. Anybody can be motivated. It's a, it's, motivation is great. It's, it's wonderful. But are you dedicated? Like that's the that's yeah. the difference. Like that's the difference between me. Like I'm dedicated to this. So at the end of the day, it's like I heard the ridicule, you know. And I I'll tell a quick story. I asked for some donations, you know. This this is like my first time, like my very first time going on Instagram. I build up the courage to do it. All right, I'm going to ask for these donations. I'm gonna build it up. And I went on there, and you know the response was great in the beginning. Day one, day two was great. Day three, he was like, oh, you know what? Oh, he probably taking that, that money and doing this. And, oh, he, oh, he, and I'm seeing these comments like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm, I got the receipts to everything I spent right here. I got the food right here. Like, so, and, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. Like, like I, I don't see none of y'all out here, you know, you know, in the, you know, in the streets or, 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 or in this crowded supermarket. I don't see none of y'all doing this. So like why so but but again but then again it was like I had a conversation with uh you know with like you know my mother my father and then and uh, you know also uh, I just prayed about it and it was just like it's not for them it's not for you you know as long as you know what you're doing as long as you know you're doing the right thing you're being a stand up guy yep. you have to continue like they're they're gonna talk about they talk about everybody everybody anybody that yes. ever achieved greatness they <laughs> yeah. talked about them. they really them so you just yes. gotta just tune them out and keep going. So yeah, man, it's hard, but you gotta keep going, man. Like I, I really just don't pay attention to the comments. I really don't. If it's a negative comment, I just, I just, I, I, oh, I okay, never mind. And I just scroll it or I delete it and just keep going. So that's all you gotta do. Uh, keep blinders on. I totally agree there. <laughs> 
put them blinders on and run your own race. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you hit Absolutely. it, though. You do. You have to be do- dedicated. You, you can't just be motivated. I tell people all the time, I um, it's good to be inspired. It's good to be motivated. But what happens when the thing that used to inspire you no longer inspires you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens when you wake up and you're just not motivated that day? Then what? What else has to kick in? And that's when that dedication has to kick in. So, yeah, I agree totally. Now, next question. I got two more questions, and then I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. Next question. On the show, we like to acknowledge people. We call them transforming transformers, okay? Transforming transformers okay. are mentors, parents, pastors, community leaders, motivational speakers, those who have been our support system in the background. They pushed us, encouraged us, believed in us, sometimes when we didn't even believe in ourselves. We like to honor those mm-hmm. people. So do you have anybody that you would like to acknowledge as transforming transformers in your own life? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, my, uh, my mother, that's number one. I talk about her a lot. My mom, she used to see me that. Oh, my grandfather. Oh, I cannot forget about my grandfather. Yes, my grandfather, he's down south. Man, that, that man, that man he, he's 78 years old. And to this day, he still gets up at 530 in the morning and go work on his his own land. And that, that, that and I went down there. I spent, a, I spent a summer. Well, I spent all like I spent a few summers with him all the time. But I went down there recently and spent a summer with him. And he just, man, he blew my mind because he was just dropping jewels in me, man. And I was just like, you know. So yeah, he's definitely that that guy for me because he, he you know, he, he he created wealth from nothing. And I'm talking about this was back mm. in the 50s and 60s, and he created wealth. So yeah, my yeah. grandfather, he's definitely a, uh, yeah, he's definitely a big up there for me. Awesome, awesome. And I like what you said. He created wealth from nothing, wealth from nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, to know that is to know that we have the ability to do that as well, but it's going to come with what? That hard work and dedication. You said he still gets up mm-hmm. 5.30 in the morning. You know, some of us look at mm-hmm. me, I don't want to get up 5.30 in the morning now, so I know I don't want to do it when I'm 70 some years old, but it takes that hard work and dedication mm-hmm. to achieve those goals. So, we honor those that you have recognized as transforming transformers. Now, what I want to do, I want to give you an opportunity to give everybody your um, Instagram handles, all your social media handles, your contact, not not your phone number, but your contact information and everything, <laughs> how they can, you know what I'm saying, like how they can learn more about you, the music, everything. I want you to hit them with that real quick. And then if there's anything else that you would like to say, um, to the listening audience, I leave that room for you to do that right now. All right. Uh, well, again, you can reach me at uh, on Instagram at the number two sides, the number two sides. Um, again, you, you'll catch all everything that I got going on as far as the donations, um, any any events I have. Uh, you can catch me on there on Instagram or there. Also, for the fear entertainment page, the word, it's the word fear, but it's an acronym. So you have to break down every letter. So fear, um, you know, with the period, E with the period, A with the period, R with the period, period entertainment. Um, and then, again, you can find us there on Instagram. And, you know, if you're an upcoming artist or a model, actress, or anything like that, you know, you, you need help with your, with your career, you want some guidance, help, 
you know, hit us up, man. We there. We definitely will you know, take your call and your DM, and we we'll, you know, we'll definitely get back with you. That's all I got right there, bro. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from everybody. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Now, here's the last question. I end every conversation with this same question. So I want to ask you, King Mar, who is God to you? Hmm. Who is God to me? Oh, uh, there's only one God to me. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Only one God to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There we have it. Again, we. I always end that with that question because I believe that the more that we have conversations about who God is personally to us, the more we learn and understand who He is. Uh, and we've never had the same answer on on the show. Everybody gives a different answer, and I believe that that just shows how awesome God is, that there are dimensions to him that we have yet to experience. But if I have a conversation with you, then I'm actually experiencing God through you. You have a conversation mm-hmm. with me, you're experiencing God through me, so we're being introduced to God in a whole other dimension. So, again, thank mm-hmm. you for joining us on tonight. I appreciate you will, your willingness to share freely with our guests. That's what I love about each and every one of our guests, guys. They come on. They don't hold back anything. They freely share their stories, the ups, the downs, the lessons, the victories, the not-so-good days, the great days. They're willing to share all of that. Why? Because they want each and every one of us that are listening to understand that there's purpose in our lives. There's a process connected to the purpose. But if we're willing to go through that process connected to the purpose, then we can allow that purpose to be brought forth and experience the transformation that we need in order to fulfill the purpose in our lives. So, guys, thank you for joining us again on tonight. Connect with me on all my social media platforms. Just type in Clifton Petty John. To find out about upcoming shows and everything else I have going on, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. All right? As I always say, guys, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that's stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that, yes, we're growing, yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called 
From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right, a free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there. Purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.